Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. the white witch podcast with me carly hope you are all well witches as you can probably tell by the theme music this is a little bit of a different episode today but for this month in the rundown to Samhain and of course the podcast year anniversary pretty much on top of Samhain we have some extra content which will be some foundational basics to hopefully help you within your craft Today's episode is a little bit of a different one though. We have a witchy meditation. So this is the kitchen witch's trip to the woods. I hope you enjoy it. And I will be back soon with some other episodes for you to enjoy. Without further ado, here is the kitchen witch's trip to the woods. It's a Sunday morning and you find yourself up with the lark, sitting at your wooden kitchen table, polishing off creamy hot coffee mixed with cinnamon and vanilla and eating a warm cinnamon bun fresh out the oven. The scent of both fills the air. Your familiar sits on the kitchen window ledge, looking out across your front herb garden across to the woods. It's October and the leaves are aflame with red and deep chestnut brown leaves. All of a sudden, your familiar steps back in surprise from the window as a raven hops up on the ledge outside, facing in, looking at you both through beady black eyes. Your familiar composes himself and hisses, disgruntled in the raven's direction on full alert. The raven won't budge, despite your familiar's threatening stance, and instead emboldened, he taps his large black beak upon the window, all the while looking straight at you. You're bemused and look across at the raven, as once again he taps his beak heavily on the glass, staring at you. He taps again until you finish up the warm dregs of your coffee and take your plate and coffee cup over to your butler's sink directly in front of the raven. 
Despite the thin sheet of latticed glass between you, he taps again at the window and hops over as if he is making his way to your back door. His antics are curious to you and you smile. Your familiar, however, seems most disgruntled and on high alert. You make your way over to the back kitchen door of your witchy cottage. Your kitchen is made up of an old cream arger that keeps your cottage warm and toasty, but also cooks the breads, pies, cakes you regularly churn out as a kitchen witch. Herbs are hung and drying in your kitchen, along the walls, along with red roses you've picked from your garden and intend on adding to your teas. You open the heavy wooden door of your cottage just to take a look at what the curious little raven is up to. He's hopping about in the herb garden, waving his wings as if to get your attention and hopping towards the small wooden gate at the entrance of your garden. He hops up and over the gate and stops, looking back towards you, waiting for you to follow. Your familiar has slinked his way out of the kitchen door now and is watching the raven suspiciously. You turn around and take the large iron key out of your apron pocket and lock the heavy oak door. Turning, you make your way down the path of your front garden, smiling in wonder at the raven, but admiring your mint, sage and coriander growing at the side of the path. You open the small white picket fence gate and shut it behind you and your familiar and head in the direction the raven is going, towards the dark forest with its fiery red and chestnut brown leaves. As you walk following the hopping raven, you step in crunchy brown leaves in your black lace-up boots, whilst your familiar trots alongside at your feet. The raven every now and again stops and calls, looking back at you both as he starts to pick up pace. You begin to pass through the woods entrance, light dapples through the trees and leaves above, casting light flickers across the path and creating dark spots along your walk. The air holds the scent of bonfires and wood burners from the local farms and homes around the woods and the air feels crisp. Every now and again, you believe you see little glimmers of flashing light in the woods out the corner of your eyes and wonder if it's the dappled light or perhaps the Fae out to play and witness who's entered into their kingdom. Every now and then you hear the crack of branches under your feet and a blackbird in the distance belting out his morning song. It's just after sunrise, so the woods belong to you at this moment and of course the creatures for whom it homes. The raven's still skipping along maniacally, stopping to look back to make sure you're behind and still pursuing him. The woods feel thicker now and you struggle to find a clearing in the ground to step through. You hear branches cracking underfoot elsewhere, 
but you don't feel afraid. You know the deer will likely be out at this time. Sparks of light occur more frequently now, but you can never really pick up on them properly. Although you have the sensation of being watched by the Fae, who you often leave offerings to by your back door. As you follow the raven, the light seems to increase due to a clearing in the woods. You can see the trees are fewer and further between ahead and it's awash with sunlight. The raven comes to a stop within the clearing and as you catch up, you see that he's in the centre of a circle with eight large grey stones set around at equal distance from one another. The sun is shining upon this part of the woods. Your familiar quickly trots into the centre of the circle and sits himself down practically next to the raven. Looking directly at you, wondering what's taking you so long to come into the circle. With your familiar looking perfectly unperplexed, you step into the centre of the circle. Despite often coming into the woods, you can't say you have ever come across this circle. You sit in the circle's centre and look all around you. The energy within the circle feels good but strong. You close your eyes gently, feeling safe and feeling the warm autumn sun upon your eyelids and your face and the scent of the autumn leaves and wood smoke all around. You have the feeling your ancestors have visited here. It has a strange sense of familiarity, despite you never being here, and you are keen to luxuriate in the surroundings, at least until your breakfast has settled. You envisage your ancestors, perhaps your grandma, had taken a seat in the same surroundings within her lifetime. It's almost Samhain and you wonder why there are specifically eight rocks surrounding the circle. Is this relative to the Sabbaths you celebrate within your craft? You take time to ground yourself, envisioning large roots growing from the base of your feet, sinking themselves into the ground and traveling deep into the earth's core, underneath the autumn leaves you are sat upon. You visualize warm white light traveling from the earth into the roots that connect your feet to the ground. You see this light traveling up through your feet, legs, into your body, round your stomach, up into your chest, down your arms, up through your neck, up into your head, and up and out the top of your head. You take the time just sitting here in the warm sunlight, feeling this warm white light traveling around your person hearing the blackbirds sing in the distance. With Samhain soon to draw in, 
you take the time to cast your mind over the last eight Sabbaths since Samhain last. Begin to consider how far you have come within this period. The feasts you've enjoyed making, especially for you, Ostara, Amabon. The spell work you've carried out throughout the year to help improve your circumstances and provide wards and peace within your beautiful cottage. Take this time now to consider all the Sabbaths you have celebrated and show gratitude for this entire wheel of the year. Now look back over the last year and consider how far you have progressed within your life. The losses and the gains that you may have experienced, the abundance that you have received, the people that have entered and been removed from your life. Give yourself time to fully consider all of the lessons and the blessings that this witch's year has provided you with. Note any parts of the year that may still feel unhealed or painful for you. You may want to make a mental note of what comes up and see what you may choose to work through this season. This season which is perfect for shadow work or working with the dark goddesses. Note any areas you have made real progress or you feel proud of. Are there any leaps you would like to make forward in these areas? Make a mental notes of that which you wish to bring in going forward. consider doing more of going into this next new witch's year. How can you create space within your life for this to be possible? What do you need to eliminate or do less of to enable you this time? Allow yourself as much time as you need to be here. 
I will leave you to listen to the music for a while to really consider all that you need. You start to come back to your senses. You feel a cool autumnal breeze blowing against you. Start to visualize that bright light, warm light coming back into the top of your head. Slowly working its way through your neck. into your chest back down into your legs into your feet and back into the rich dark soil of the earth Visualize those deep roots retracting from the earthy soil back into the soles of your feet. When you're ready, slowly start to open your eyes. Allow yourself to take a deep breath and inhale that wonderful autumnal smell of the leaves. You look over and see your familiar luxuriating in the warm autumn sunshine, lying in the crisp autumn leaves. And the raven looks at you knowingly. You lock eyes for a moment and you know there's no mistake he came and found you. The moment passes and he hops off before taking off into the sky flapping his strong black wings. Your familiar stirs and comes up onto his feet, trotting over to you, head bumping your hand. You take one last moment to look around at this magical circle 
before coming up onto your feet and starting to make your way back through the forest once again. Branches cracking underfoot as you walk and kicking orange and brown crispy leaves with your witchy lace-up black boots. Your familiar trots along at your feet and you slowly make your way to the end of the forest. You turn back and look at the path you've just taken and wonder where that lovely raven disappeared off to. You slowly make your way through your white picket gate, through your herb garden, smelling the rosemary as you brush past it and the heavily perfumed scent of the tea roses that adorn the porch of your home. You unlock the large oak door with the big key you had safely stored in your pocket. The scent of cinnamon and nutmeg is still in the air from breakfast. You sit at your aged wooden kitchen table and jot down in your book of shadows all that came up for you during your sacred time in the woods, ready to start working on that which you wish to remove from your life but also that which you wish to bring into your life. You make a note of the shadow work that perhaps you may wish to work through this season in a bid to move forward within your life. But first things first, time to make a nice cup of tea.